0: What's up? I was doing a little pause thing for dramatics to slide into this new episode of the Coach Vaughn podcast. Welcome. I'm Coach Vaughn aka Vaughn DiCarlo and you are listening to the Coach Vaughn podcast. Coach Vaughn is on. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time of the day that you are listening to the Coach Vaughn Podcast, how are you doing? I am feeling lovely today. It's a lot going on. It is a lot, a lot going on in sports and in the world. And last night was the Grammys. A lot going on in comedy. Dave Chappelle accepted an award at the Grammys last night, which was pretty cool to see on TV because... A lot of people didn't even know there was a comedy category which happens every year of course but they never air it so the fact that they were airing it this year told me and lots of other people I'm sure that oh Dave Chappelle was gonna win because if it's Chappelle they are going to air that of course it's Dave Chappelle the GOAT you know the the legend the living legend the the man with the cult following of of like his fans are incredible and he does incredible work of course um well-deserved accolades so all applauses and praises due um for sir king chappelle there for winning the grammy last night and um he was he has some pretty stiff competition if you will in the category i mean sarah silverman was in there and seinfeld kevin hart who else? I don't have the information in front of me. But anyway, it was a um, strong category, you know, but it's, it's Chappelle. It's Chappelle. So that was fun. I don't know if you had a chance to watch the Grammys last night, but uh, Chappelle opened the show with Kendrick Lamar and Bono. That was, that was a strong opening, but I was <laughs> I was watching it like first of all. They, these people don't know what is hitting them right now. They got the fact checkers out on Kendrick Lamar's lyrics they knew it was some type of political statements being made and you know there was <laughs> there was people like falling down on stage with gunshots in the air and, 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 and <laughs> Chappelle came in the middle of the performance and was like is this on cable? because <laughs> it just looked like a bunch of dancing and singing, but he's taking a lot of chances, or however he said it. It was a great moment. I loved the opening. I was laughing my ass off at the idea that, you know, some of the more conservative people, will call them, at the Grammys that really don't know left from right when it comes to hip-hop and culture, and, and they really don't care about you know black lives matter and the politics and and racism and all this stuff that's going on uh, but they're not going to not clap you know what i mean they're not just going to sit there stone face they're going to applaud so when kendrick was done performing And they show the audience and people standing up and applauding like, oh, that was a dope opening, whatever, whatever. You could kind of tell the energy was like, what just happened? (laughs) I know he was saying something, but what was he saying? Even one of my girlfriends had hit me up. Uh, She had texted me. She was like, yo, can I get an interpreter for Kendrick Lamar's lyrics? What's going on here? And um, I think it's good. I think the fact checkers are were immediately online, like, what is he saying? And should I be clapping for this? Am I on board with this? Um, I loved Bono's performance too. Um, you t- they, it was beautiful on the water in New Jersey, really. New Jersey, New York. It's, it's always that question in New York, what state are you in? Because the Statue of Liberty um, is claimed by New York, but technically it's in New Jersey, which is really weird. New York just jacks everything. New York is so gully. Even like the Giants, um, you do know the Giants play in New Jersey, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> New York is gangsters. like, listen, Jersey, we're going to let you hold our sports teams, you know, are you know we're gonna let you hold this for a little bit. We're gonna let you hold the Statue of Liberty in Liberty Park, um, but it's ours, and yeah, ain't nothing you can do about it. So, when I was watching uh, the performance last night, it was beautiful. They had an aerial view of the Statue of Liberty, and la da. And I'm just like, wow, this is a beautiful performance. And, um, but I was laughing in the back of my head, like, geez, is this Jersey or is it New York? Um, New York says it's New York. Jersey always says it's Jersey, but nobody listens to you, Jersey. Um, cause it's New York. It's, it's New York. Um, but yeah, the Giants, they, Giant Stadium is in New York, guys. Um, for anyone that's listening that does not know that I feel like that's general information that people know and the Nets of course used to be in New Jersey and they actually played in New Jersey and was considered a New Jersey team but then you know Brooklyn jacked the Nets and now they play in Brooklyn (laughs) what would be funny to me is if the Nets uh still played in Jersey but was owned by Brooklyn. And it was like, yes, yeah, Brooklyn, but yeah, they play in Jersey. Like, whatever, it's still a New York team. But we have the Knicks. We know I love the Knicks. So, for me, we didn't really need another team, but all hell, Jay Z and Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? I'm on Jay Z's side no matter what. I was really hoping that he won an award last night so that he could give it to Beyonce. I felt like everyone who won an award last night should just give it to Beyonce, cause she's Beyonce. She deserves everyone's award. <laughs> uh, and they, they had little baby Blue sitting with them and there's a video rolling around the internet of, of Blue kind of, you know, putting her hand up, like, hey, hush, the clapping everyone, I'm trying to hear the speech that's happening. You know so um and be- she looked beautiful blue is um blossoming into a beautiful little girl and I'm pretty sure she's going to grow up to be a beautiful young lady um and very talented I'm sure you know I was having this argument with someone the other day about um celebrity kids where was I at? I think it was at the stand you know I'm always out You know on the comedy scene and and doing shows and stuff and chopping it up with other comics about sports and and just everything in general and the subject of kanye west's kids came up and um you know i love kanye west's new kid the 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 new baby i love the name chicago west i love that name shy west Is just a fly ass name I don't care what you say Um, and I was like well I was arguing a point of who named the kids you know I was like Northwest the the Kim came up with that st. West yeah Kim probably came up with that and then Kanye was like look this next baby I'm naming this next baby. This next baby's name is Chicago. That Chicago West has Kanye written all over it. It's very blatant and obvious. And the nickname Shy is pretty dope. The nickname Nori for Northwest is pretty dope too. But Shy West that's super fly so it's my prediction it's going to be a long time before we can see if i'm right or not because all of these kids have to grow up but amongst all the kardashian kids combined and i'm including little baby dream and and chloe's new baby with tristan thompson that's going to be coming soon and 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 all of the kardashian sisters that are having babies they're all going to have this little kardashian clan that we're going to grow up and watch and it is my prediction that Shy West is going to be the breakout star of the Kardashians. Now, who is Shy West's stiff competition? None other than Baby Blue, okay? Blue Ivy Carter, you know, she's she's gonna be a beast. She's gonna be something to deal with. And at the table, at the comics table when we were having this conversation, um, they started arguing the point that oh celebrity kids don't usually turn out well blah 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 shadow of the parents and you know LeBron James and and his sons you know comes up and I'm like but LeBron's son is like killing on the basketball it i think that our generation and higher yes some of the celebrity kids of our generation got all messed up or whatever but the celebrities now the current like our generation celebrities that are having kids kind of know the ins and outs of what to do what not to do and there's no guarantees this is real life you know what I'm saying but I don't think that kids that are growing up in the shadows of their iconic parents like LeBron James or like Beyonce and Jay-Z I don't think that they're the kids are gonna um, disappear in the shadow of their parents I think that with good parents that you can uplift your children to be amazing as well you know they're you're supposed to you know your kids are supposed to exceed you and if you you know have a very high bar like a LeBron James of course you know it You know, not everyone is going to accomplish or be like just a unicorn, but that doesn't mean you can't be great in your own lane. So amongst all of those crazy little Kardashian kids are going to grow up and I'm sure be great as well. um, I'm going to put my money on shy west being the breakout star she will be the michael jackson of the kardashian clan okay that's my prediction that's my i'm I'm putting my money on it it is what it is um the grammys was fun to watch though i only got to watch half because i had to i was getting dressed for my show while i was watching it so after Chappelle um accepted his award i had to make my way over to Broadway Comedy Club and, and do um, my spot there. So I missed the other half, I missed Rihanna, I missed, um, I missed. I actually missed Bono's performance. I saw the opening with Kendrick Lamar and all of that. But I missed the one on the, so i just been looking at clips. And so I saw clips of Rihanna and the clips of the performance on the water by the Statue of Liberty, which was beautiful. Um, I missed a few things. I'm gonna go back and watch it, but it was the Grammys were good this year, I must say, they were good. Um What did I want to talk about today in sports? Um, definitely uh that Celtics Warriors game. Wow, 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 wow. was that a preview of what to come? I, I yeah, I, I'm starting to feel, I'm starting to feel like yes, you guys may be right. It it may be the Celtics and the Warriors, and if it is, that's going to be a hell of a final. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be the def- it's gonna be fun to watch. I am going to be in mourning over not seeing LeBron James in you know his what eighth straight final or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not gonna take away the fact that. I still hold the opinion that LeBron James is MVP every year until he freaking retires. However, if the finals is, is going to be the Warriors and the Celtics, I'm probably going to have to scoot that MVP right over to Kyrie because, I mean, oof, he made a decision and he is doing the damn thing. So, you know, credit where credit is due. You know what's funny, um, the argument of Steph Curry being one of the best shooters ever to live, um, it, it, not too many people will argue against that, right, um, but what's interesting is whenever we're at the comics table, you know, it about sports or whatever, whatever, um, and people are, you have that conversation of, you know, create your own team, who will be your starting five, who will be your bench, blah, blah, blah. And I like to sit back and listen before I start chiming in with my picks. And what's interesting is I ne- n- nobody usually jumps on grabbing up Steph Curry. And I'm like, why is that? I always wonder why is that like he's not he is absolutely one of the greatest players ever one of the best shooters to have ever lived if not the best right Um, why is he not one of your first picks on your team that's a question I want to ask you guys I want you guys to chime in on my comments on Instagram and Twitter and and on my comments wherever you're listening to this podcast on the Misfits Network iTunes um, where else am I uh, laughable, uh, SoundCloud, all the places, wherever you're listening directly on my website, whatever, wherever you can leave a comment, be it social media or directly on the link to where you're listening to this podcast. I want you to answer that question for me. Would you put Steph Curry on your team? And if you will, is it a first thought or is it an afterthought? Because when I sit around and I listen people to people say they're their top five players right um and I just sit back and I listen and I wait until everybody puts in their bids for whoever they're gonna their their players are gonna be and I don't hear Steph then I go hey nobody says Steph Curry then they're like oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they start rethinking but why is it why is it an afterthought why why um I don't have a dog in that fight. I'm not, I'm not for it or against it. I'm probably guilty of that myself. Like, but why is Steph Curry an afterthought? I want you guys to um, answer that for me. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I think the the playoffs are gonna be fun. I think the um, the finals are gonna be great, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. And uh, Super Bowl was next week. I mean, everyone knows I'm not a huge football fan, uh, but I will say this. I don't have a dog in that fight, so I'm not, I don't really care who wins. You know, I'm from Pittsburgh, so Steelers fan by law. I don't have a dog in this fight, right? I like the Giants as well because I'm a New Yorker um, from Pittsburgh, New Yorker, and my heart been here, you know, almost two decades, so, but Steelers first. All of that to say, Patriots, Eagles, whatever, um, I could default to Philly and say this. I respect Tom Brady. I really do. To be 40 years old and much like LeBron James, getting better with age. At, being an athlete is difficult. All right. You 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 age in dog years. All right. It's, it's tough on your body. As you go along in, in sports, you people are used to seeing a decline. With LeBron, where we see we see he's he he gets better and better. It's like, oh my God, how is it possible? Tom Brady, forty years old. Wow, 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 wow. Here's why I would root against him. I would root for him in terms of age and accomplishment and just wanting to see people, as they get older, get better. Because there's this this age discrimination thing where it's like, oh, after 40, you're washed. You know, this is a different time. This is a different world. What a time to be alive, you know what I'm saying? Because as you get older, there are many, many examples of getting better. Especially with women too, because shit, if you're 40 and a woman, it's like, whoa. You know, it's like after 30, as a woman, people start acting like you're kind of washed but this is a new day and age this is a new time it's 2018 that's not that's changing that's not necessarily the case um, with women with sports and I love to see that so with that being said I'm on your side Tom Brady however here's where I go nah 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 people are starting the narrative and having the argument. That if Tom Brady does win, he becomes in a convert, he's now in a conversation with being the greatest athlete to ever live. Uh, in that conversation with Michael Jordan, ah, no, 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 no. not having it. I'm not having it. All right, um, I don't want to make this a racial thing, but st- y'all, come on stop looking for a reason to find a good old-fashioned all-American white man to take that slot all right now I'll get into an argument and debate back and forth with you about LeBron versus Jordan but we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna do this. We're not going to have that conversation. So for that reason I don't even want to, I don't want to I don't I don't want to see I don't want to see him win. I hate to say that. But nah, you're not going to take that spot. Michael Jordan, greatest athlete of all time, the GOAT, the the top man, the blah blah blah, the game changer, the this that the third, whatever you want to call him. How is it now? You're going to put Tom Brady. You're going to slide him into that spot greatest athlete to mm, no 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 no. um that's where you start pulling out stats and numbers and you want to calculate everything (laughs) down to the 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 microscopic uh facts the most microscopic facts that you could find to argue the point but um if he doesn't win the Super Bowl this year, then you don't really have to to worry about that argument too much. Uh, So there it is. I guess I'm... um, I guess I do have a dog in a fight now, if you look at it that way. But I don't. I'm indifferent. I'm on both sides. I'm on the age-ism side, and I'm on the keeping Jordan he's at side. Unless you scoot LeBron into the conversation. I'm all over the place with it. Um... So, yeah, that's where I stand with that. Where do you stand with that? Again, Instagram, Twitter. I want you to guys, I want you guys to start chiming in with me more and more. Uh, I love to hear from you. And I'm I i I'm hearing from some of you. Shout out, you know, my, my number one fan at this point, Mario the po- uh, Poet on Twitter and Instagram. I, I see you every week uh, really supporting the podcast and I, I love that. I love that. I want more of you to chime in, and and when I hear what you guys are thinking, you know, it get, it's we're having a conversation here. It's me talking into this mic, but I'm having a conversation with you. I don't have a co-host for a reason. I want this to be an intimate conversation between me and you. This is our uh, barbershop talk. This is our comedy table talk. This is this is me you. It, me and you chopping it up together about, you know, whatever you want to talk about. Love, basketball, comedy. You know how we do on the Coach Fog Podcast. That's what it is. Um, what else happened that I wanted to talk about before I start wrapping it up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Ronda Rousey in the WWE. I don't know if I talked about uh, Raw twenty-five anniversary last week. I forget. But, ah, oh, I was so hype when Stone Cold Steve Austin came out and that glass broke. Like I get so hype. I get so hype. That stunner, Stone Cold Steve Austin's entrance music, theme music um, will never get old to me. Him catching those beers Will never, and standing on the ropes will never get old to me. The stunner will never, ever ever, 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 get old to me. I get so hyped You just don't understand. I loved, you know, the, the Shane McMahon stunner and then the Vince thing. You could see it all coming. You could see it coming from a mile, but somehow it's still fun as. AF, it's still fun as fuck. It's just fun. Um, I I love it. And I'm kinda happy Ronda Rousey came to her senses and decided, you know what? I'm finished. I got knocked the fuck out. uh, And I'm finished. I knew she was a rap when she start popping off and saying she could beat money mayweather in a fight i'm like she ain't she ain't wrapped too tight (laughs) you are not gonna fit first of all i never want to see and, and i hope that the world isn't going into the direction of allowing men and women to fight in in professional sports and go up against each other um Women, as wonderful as we are, as athletic as we can be, as at the top, we could be at the top of our game. However, we're, we're women. We are born and built differently. Um, We have our strengths in different areas that men have their strength. Men are naturally built with different muscles than us. You feel what I'm saying? I, I never want to see... I would never want to see Ronda Rousey go up against any man. Um, unless it's in the context of a scripted... <laughs> a scripted show. But it's real! It's real. Like WWE. So I am happy that she is over there. I, I, I I'm personally not a fan of UFC in general like I don't know if you guys remember Ken Shamrock when he went he was a WWF when it was still WWF and I used to watch him like yo he's way too serious for WWF he needs to be in UFC and then you know of course he's in UFC whatever and I was like yeah that's where he belongs because I was like yo I don't know if he got the memo in the back room but I think he's really trying to kill people up there <laughs> um, he was he was ferocious um, I'm glad to see Ronda Rousey is making you know her presence in WWE as opposed to UFC I I'm I'm glad so uh, congrats to her doing her thing And I do think that, you know, the WWE wrestlers are absolutely amazing, amazing, amazing athletes. What they do is very difficult. I am not taken away from it at all by saying, you know, it's not real. It's real. Wink, wink. It's not real. Um, We all know what it is, but it doesn't make their job any easier, you know, I love Mick Foley. If you know me, you know I have a uh, uh, throwback Thursday. Oh, it's not Thursday, it's Monday. But um, uh, can we do MCM then? Man Crush Monday, or whatever it's called. Um, for my Socko Puppet. I have a Socko Puppet from back in the day. Like, I love Mankind. Still, um, the cage match in Pittsburgh, when he was on top of the cage, and he came tumbling down. Like, Oh my god. I I, I had dinner with McPolly uh weeks ago we met. Uh, and he's really really sweet guy, really cool guy. Um hung out, went to one of his book signings. We were talking about, you know, all the throwback stuff. I don't know if you guys know, but he's he's um dipping and dabbling into stand-up comedy, so we were having comedy conversation, all this stuff. And um I told him I said dude I've been wanting to see if you were okay <laughs> since that cage match back in the day um, what they do is brutal it's not easy at all um, but it is still sports entertainment in a sense of you know that pin and that pad and it's funny it's funny Jerry the King, oh my God, one of the funniest commentators ever. He cracks me up. I had such a good time um, watching and reminiscing. Raw 25 was great. Um, Vix McMahon was discussing bringing back the XFL. I was 100% down for XFL when he did it back in the day. It didn't work out. Um, but now he's talking about revamping it, doing it a whole new way, forward thinking, future thinking. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Go Vince McMahon, XFL. I'm here for it. hundred percent. And then I read that he had said all XFL players will be forced to sing the national anthem. Sing the national anthem. First of all. Um, I need to get my fact checkers on that to see if he actually said sing, or stand, or whatever it is. But he used the word force. So, mm, I had tweeted out all of my yay, I'm here for the XFL, the future of it. Yeah, let's do it. I took that shit down. I was like, hold up. Um, you're you're gonna force them to do what now? unfortunately in the political environment that that our um shithole president has created um certain things make you go whoa I can't even rock with you on this because what you just said you know the trickle down effect of what you just said we know what you're like I love the United States of America. I'm American born citizen. I'm from Pittsburgh, you know, I'm very patriotic in a sense, but I am also a black woman and I love my people, and my culture and the history um, that we have with this country is not uh, to be swept under a rug as if it doesn't exist. And it's a shame that our current president has made the word patriot, like patriotic almost a racist word like there was a point like I I loved the national anthem for a long time I didn't even realize that second verse you know was talking about killing slaves and, and, and runaway slaves and stuff I didn't even know about that but being a proud American and, you know, loving my country. I love the national anthem is one of the most beautiful songs to my ears. You know, the, the melody of it when Whitney Houston did it um, at the Super Bowl that year after the war. It, it was I all that stuff. It was I cried. She made me love the national anthem. You know, everyone since Whitney Houston has tried to. Uh, uh, duplicate and sing the way she did it it it, it will never be done the way Whitney did it it's a beautiful song but then you you learn the history of it and and then Trump with the take the knee thing and these sons of bitches and he's exhausting he's a shithole person to call these other countries you know where I'm going I don't want to get too deep in it because I'm going to give myself a headache but to the things that comes out of this man's shithole mouth is just egregious and it's exhausting you can't even keep up with it it's like every other day if not every day he's tweeting something or saying something where you go dude you're a bum me and LeBron James called uh Our president, which is absurd to me. Like I, I was raised with have respect for your elders and and you know your 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 people and in, in in power. You know your bosses. You're supposed to you're supposed to have a certain level of respect and integrity. And he just he is so awful that he makes you lose your grace. And that's what he's done to a lot of us in this country. He's made us lose our own grace because he's such a classless bum and it's sad because even if he, even if you agree with some of his policies, it's hard to agree because he is, he has divided so many people with his language that like when it comes to immigration and stuff like that, sure, there should be laws and rules with immigration. I don't think anyone in America is like, nah, oh, there shouldn't be no rules. Fuck it, that, do whatever. No one feels that way for the most part. Um, but the way he goes about things and build walls and the rapists and the murderers. And it's like, dude, you you make people go, nah, I can't. Even if you have a great idea it's hard for me to get on board with that and it's spilling into my sports and I hate that. It's spilling into my sports. I was excited about, you know, the XFL until Vince McMahon said that and I'm like, Ugh. Ugh. do I have to, do I have to hate wrestling too now? What, what, can I, can I, can I live? Can I breathe? Can I enjoy anything? anything? Damn, y'all. Damn. It's sad. It's sad. And, and I hope that, you know, watching the Grammys last night, it, it gives you a little bit of hope that, you know, yeah, we can, there are people that are going to come together against all of this hate language. It's just so sad to me that there's still so many people in this world that just don't get it, that just don't get how great love is and loving others and respecting others. It's it's so much easier and better than hate. Damn, damn. It's just like, live and let live, y'all. Live and let live. The let live part is so important. It's so important. What that means is, first of all, don't kill anybody. (laughs) How difficult is it to not kill someone? Like, really? Really? And then to have to explain to you over and over and over again that when Colin Kaepernick took a knee, It had absolutely nothing to do with good cops, with, with being, you know, disrespecting the flag. It had nothing to do with that at all. And, and for those that ignore what he said it was for in a respectful way, and the most respectful protest in taking a knee to honor the good cops and those that serve and protect us in our military and our veterans. To take a knee out of respect, but not to stand in protest is a beautiful protest. It's a beautiful sentiment. To ignore that, to ignore that and, and direct the narrative into hate and disrespect and, and to be so close to hearing what it really is and and to not care. I just don't understand that. Why, why? It only makes you more miserable and you can see it. Trump and his wife appears to be miserable and that's sad. But they do say misery loves company, you know? So there it is. And Trump will comfortably go on an attack on Twitter Uh, He went at Kaepernick. He went at Jay-Z. He went at (laughs) Jay-Z. Was it yesterday? Someone tell Jay-Z that the black unemployment rate. Like, first of all, dude, um, that spillage over from the Obama administration. So thank you, Obama. Uh, Thank you for that. Uh, Donald Dumb is taking credit for Obama's spillage not surprisingly but it's like what you didn't even hear what jay-z was talking about you just trump is just disgusting he attacks every everybody he said something but you know who he didn't say something back to eminem i'm still waiting on him to say something about eminem didn't say nothing about eminem and I, i haven't checked twitter this morning uh, <laughs> Hillary Clinton, ah, uh, oh, so hilarious. Hillary Clinton on the Grammys last night made a surprise appearance and and trolled Trump a little bit, reading, reading from um, what's his name, Michael Wolff's book, Fire and Fury. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that, but um, it was a funny bit. It was a funny little skit, sketch bit that they did on the Grammys and um, Hillary Clinton uh, mocked Trump in in the Grammy skit. And I just, I, I loved it. It was, it was hilarious. It was a cool little stab. I'm waiting to see if he, you know, bullies, you know, has some bully words for her because it, it's like he cannot, he cannot get Hillary out of his mouth and out of his narrative about everything. Like what was it last week or the other day or whatever when they were asking him if he would uh uh the what, what i forget what it's so much going on you forget which is what but it was him saying, yeah, I'll 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 talk about it under oath, about the firing, it was whatever mess it was. He was like, no, like Hillary, did Hillary have to do it under oath? It's like, first of all, dude, Hillary was never president. Despite the fact that whatever you think, uh, this election was stolen, Hillary, Hillary won because of Russia's involvement in, in this, this whole uh, presidency of Donald Trump was stolen. Or if you look at the the popular vote Hillary won that but Trump won as far as the electoral vote like however you look at it um Hillary won so is this mental case does he not realize that she's not president does he know he's president because how many times are you going to keep directing the attention to Hillary's email like every time they question him about something he brings up Hillary and yeah we get it but did you know the campaign was over and that you're president, you idiot? Do, do you even know that? Do you know that? Because you keep directing everything to what she, what she did or is doing. Um, she's not president. You are president. So, yeah, it's a big deal if you're lying, you know. Especially, it, who thought we would live to see the day where our president questions the FBI and and puts doubt in 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 the FBI but tries to put faith and belief into Russia what what a time to be alive where are we where are we what are we doing I don't know I damn sure ain't got the answers, Kanye. I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, Thank you for listening to the Coach Juan Podcast. You guys know where to find me. Coach podcast.com if you're lazy and you don't want to type all that out if you just put in coachvon.com it goes to the same place all of it goes to my website vondicarlo.com, where you could get my book speak fluent man which is at speak fluent the ebooks are not up right now you could just get the print copies if you choose you can also get an autograph copy that would be great um if you want to do that uh but subscribe don't just listen subscribe comment Do all the due diligence to help me grow this podcast. It's growing. I love you all. I love your participation. Please leave your comments and all of that jazz. Um, I will be at Valley Forge Casino February 9th. Promo code Vaughn for half off your tickets. Promo code VON. Come out and see me February 9th, King of Prussia, Valley Forge Casino. Come out. It's going to be a good time. I am also going to be at uh, Gotham on the After Hours show February 3rd. That is the day before the Super Bowl, I believe. Saturday night, yeah, day before the Super Bowl. So uh, that'll be a fun show. Where else? Um, I don't know. But I do know I want to see you at one of my shows. Let's chop it up. Coach Vaughn, out.